Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You're listening to Gresh and Poirier on WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. goals to win for Christ's sakes and you keep talking about the CBT you keep talking about prospects and your long-term goal like you just basically told us we ain't good enough we suck you let us down Angry Lou, Angry Lou. a hole the size of I don't even know what in that bullpen keep playing like dog recall my manager Lou go get me a goddamn first baseman that's what I want I don't want an outfielder D8 I need a first baseman okay Lou I'll ask you something what how do you go into the season without a closer? How do you not address the closer situation? Lou, what's up, bro? Good, how are you doing? Good. Well, it's always great to have you here, Lou. It's noon straight up. It's Friday. And that means it is time for the voice in baseball in Boston. It's our friend Lou Merloni, and Lou's weekly visit to Gresham Fourier is sponsored by McFarland Energy, the heating, cooling, and bioheat delivery pros that Eastern Mass and all of Cape Cod depend on, and McFarlandEnergy.com, by the E.L. Harvey companies, including Nosset Disposal and Mega Disposal, your local trash collection and recycling providers, and by Aviva Trattoria, Italian-inspired, locally made from fresh, whole, locally sourced ingredients. Uh, we're uh, getting Lou loaded up. He's uh, back at the ranch now. So uh, no more uh, Fort Myers Lou. Yeah, I got a very important question to ask him right out, well, right out the gate. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it is something on a higher level than the Dunsky. No, uh, no. Uh, he was he was there when it originated, so he knows all about it. Uh, Lewis, good afternoon. How are you, friend? Are you? In, uh, I mean, are you like a bronze god after all your time in Florida now? I don't know. If I was, you wouldn't see it because I'm in like sweats, sweatpants. I'm wearing a winter hat around the house. I'm cold. <laughs> I like you. Uh, welcome back to winter. So, Lou, yeah. Lou, yeah. I'm, gl- I'm glad you had a good trip. Welcome back. Well, thank you. Um, thank you. Oh, it sounds like you're being set up. <laughs> so, Lou, I see that, uh, I see, you know, hey, John Lester uh, showed up down at Fenway South. And, uh, you know, he's yep. he's uh, like a guest uh, instructor, I'll call it that. And yeah. I kind of chuckled a little bit because uh, he's in full uniform. And yeah. I wonder, 
if I showed up and, you know, I was a guest instructor, I was a guest coach for, like, Gerard Mayo, and I literally <laughs> showed up in my old uniform and, like, started coaching like baseball players do, how do you think that would be received? It's a different sport, though. I mean, like, the coaches, the, the manager wears a uniform. Last right. I checked, I never seen Bill with pads on the sidelines. So, you, know, you I would expect you to be dressed like a coach. You would have your little, you know, probably knowing you, your extremely tight shorts, a uh, tank top underneath, like a Patriots kind of, you know, T-shirt that says coach on it. <laughs> so you would dress like a coach. He's dressing like a coach. Andrew Bailey, the pitching coach, is out there in full uni. It just feels weird, does it not? I know it's a different sport, but I, I think I would – if I'm John Lester, I think I say, no, thank you. I'd just rather be in normal clothes. <laughs> it can't be out there in slacks and khakis. I can't wait for Joe really? Mazzulla to throw on a Celtics jersey and shorts and then go out there and try to coach the Celtics. Can't wait no, you for know, that. Well, that's the thing. In baseball, we call those people front office. The guy oh. that's in khakis and a oh. socks polo. So it's a way of differentiating know? between the two, right? Yeah. And then when you yeah. see those guys coming around, nobody, everybody stops talking? Correct. Okay. Correct. Right. That's when everybody kind of tightens up a little bit and just nods and says, hey, hey, how's it going? Small talk. <laughs> fake oh, yeah, fake not, questions. No, it's not even that. You have to speak in full sentences. They're Yale educated. Hello, sir. How are you this fine morning? You know, you can't just be like, yo, what's up, dog? <laughs> None of that going on. Hell, exactly. hey, hey, Lou, it's really funny that Fourier's mind went there with John Lester because where, sure. my, where my mind went was – Oh, it's nice to see the guy back in a Red Sox uniform that was the first player who really got effed with over money by this management group. That's the first thing that I thought of is what John Lester represents. And then is David Price going to come walking through that door? Ah, it just it brought me back to 10 years ago and yet the aggravation of today. Yeah, yeah. And first off, I've you know really never been surprised of where Fourier's mind goes. <laughs> true. Right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. That's yeah, but yeah, it was. It was sort of like, Yeah, you know, you were the first guy to get screwed, you know, but then uh afterwards they actually gave your money to David Price and, and kind of here we are, right? Like so I know he gave company lines to the media for the most part, so um yeah, but it was good to see him, but I like to see him 20 years ago on the mound throwing bullpens with the Red Sox. There you go. I, I'm with you. Lou Maloney is with us. I know you got eyes on this team. I know there are certain yeah. people that uh, you were impressed by, but I did see a tweet, and I, I think I was listening a little bit the other day, and I heard a lot of talk about Raphael Devers, how he looks at the dish. He, you know, he he's, he's not loving maybe being the franchise player from – the uh, you know the non baseball standpoint, but it sounded like he looked pretty good when you got eyes on Devers. What yeah. did you see? Yeah, he made a real adjustment. Um, you know, we're so accustomed to his batting stance. Like my son does his batting stance. It's annoying, you know, because he's like, yeah, he just got his hands way up here, his leg over here, and I was always like, well, maybe that's why he's not catching up with heaters up. You know, I always joked about it, but he. Uh, his hands are lower, and they're a little bit tighter to his body. They're kind of like maybe ear height. They're not like over his head to start. Now, a lot of guys, it's like, you can start wherever you want, but when it gets time to hit, everybody, everybody is in the same hitting position with the hands kind of loaded, maybe around the shoulder area and back. So what he did was he kind of eliminated some movement. So they're a little bit tighter to his ear. They're a little bit lower, about helmet height. 
So now when he kind of gets into his swing, his hands get into the hitting position quicker. And because of that, you know, I think he's going to be able to see the ball better, see the ball a little bit longer. He's already drawn two or three walks, which is big for him. But he's really focusing on hitting the ball the other way. Um, so that's really more an approach thing. But I think the adjustment with his hands, and Connor Wong is doing something similar as well, just to try to get more contact. But the results so far for, for Devers are pretty good. It's Again, it's a week. It's a week into it. I mean, I'll tell you this. If they sucked, we'd be talking about it. But they're actually been pretty good. You know, the pitching's been pretty good. Uh, the hitting's been pretty good. So nothing is guaranteed by it, but it actually was a really good week. So, so, Lou, um, Tristan Casas was on this morning with the Greg Hill Show, and it was really good to hear him talk. I mean, guy's got personality. He seems like um, like an odd savant. Like he just like he's like he's yeah. like a like a like a you know an old soul in a way when it comes to baseball. When I when I hear about what he does, what he does at first base when guys come on, like how he preps, painting his nails, all that stuff. He also mentioned. Um, how he was going to be able to help Rafael Devers become a, a better fielder. And, you know, because we all know he can hit. And I was like, well, what was he talking about? Like, how was he going to help Devers be a better fielder? I have no idea. Would it have something um, to do with, like, the that fact means- that if he throws it over his head, he'll grab it? <laughs> no, maybe maybe it's just him working defensively, you know. And, and as a first baseman, well, if you could pick two or three errors and take them off the table, you know what I mean? Make two or three, four picks over there for me through the course of a year. That can really make a difference for any kind of infielder. So um, that's what I, I think I, it I must have been. Tristan Casas. You know what I mean? At first, it was sort of like, okay, what are we doing? You know, first day in the big league, shirt off, yoga in the outfield, just shorts on, kind of different. You know, his routine and everything. But he's a he's, he's a fascinating guy. I enjoy talking to him. He's got a plan. Um, he knows what he's doing. I think he made adjustments last year, but for him. His biggest thing is, is defense. You know, his biggest thing for him, and maybe that's what he's talking about. He can help him out with a pick or two, yeah. and just be better around the bag. But it's it's really like like a pre-pitch thing that he needs to work on, like getting movement, positive movement towards the batter. So when the ball is hit, he can kind of go laterally left and right. Because I think he's been, he was caught flat-footed. It got better as the year went on, but that's an area where he can really improve and kind of take another level here defensively. Lou, I know Could that – uh, Lou, I know our guy Coop, uh, who uh, runs our Twitch during the Gresham Fourier program, is a part of the uh, Play Tessie podcast crew. Uh, yeah. And they asked the question that really now that you got eyes on the ground or had them down there, uh, will Sedan Rafaela be the Red Sox opening day center fielder? Boy, they're really giving him every opportunity to take it. Um you know, even today, like Duran in left field, which is probably his best position defensively, but they they um, they really want to see him kind of take the job. I know people that have had him in the past in the minor leagues absolutely love him. Small, small sample size last year. We know what it is. He chases a lot. He swings a lot. Um, but he also hits the ball hard a lot, you know, or at least hits the ball a lot. Soft contact because he does chase it. But um, the, the, I have a hard time believing that he and Duran are on the team in opening day together. You know, so I don't, I don't know what that means, you know, because I know Tyler O'Neill is a gold-glove left fielder. They like to leave him out there. Durant can't play right. So it would be Durant in left and Rafaela in right and center, and then you'd be platooning or O'Neill in, in, in the outfield and right field with a Brayu. You still got Ref Schneider. You still got Yoshida. It's like you, you, don't, you can't carry six outfielders. If you do the math, it just won't work on the roster. You can't do it. It's like when you start counting how many wide receivers you can possibly keep, right? You just – you can't keep six. 
So are they are they waiting? And this is just, I guess, my opinion, but are they waiting for Rafael to show them that he can handle it, that they're confident that he will go out there and play gold glove defense and be a game changer? And once they are, is that when they pull a trigger on a trade? You know, whether it's like Duran, right? I mean, I know San Diego is still very interested in them. So are they waiting to make sure that they're all in on, on, on Rafaela um, before they do something? Because they can't keep six. Maybe it's a guy like Ref Schneider. I don't know. Gets moved. But I just don't see that happening. So that outfield is going to be interesting to see kind of how that thing develops. I still think ultimately, you know, if Duran's in center field, O'Neal's in left, Abreu's in right, Yoshida and Ref Schneider, that's your outfield. The, the inevitable is going to happen. Someone's going to get hurt. And if Rafaela starts to get in AAA to kind of almost like an extended spring training, treat it that way in Worcester, and just be ready to go and come up. Duran was up here, what, 10 days into the season last year? Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to happen. So, Lou, like you mentioned Yoshida a couple times, but I feel like I haven't really heard his name mentioned too much as opposed to last year, obviously, when he was brand new. But um, yeah. I know he had like a minor surgery, right? But – What's he look like when you were there? Does he look any different, look any better, especially, you know, we know we can do at the plate, defensively, like how's he look uh, out in the outfield? I mean, I think, he's, I think he's the same. I think he is what he is, you know, defensively especially. I think the biggest change for him is just going to be the adjustment to Major League Baseball playing in America. Will he be better with the time zones? Like, will he not be as lost? And he's not, you know, can he hit the ball in the air more? You know, I mean, he had some of the worst ground ball numbers, like ground ball rate, like fourth worst in baseball. And you don't want to hit the ball on the ground because with him, it's just lazy ground balls to first and third. So it's really more about him getting the ball in the air. And hopefully, you know, like in the offseason, you know, no WBC to prep for, kind of no unknown of what America is going to be like and the changing of the time zones and playing, you know, not having every Monday off and never taking a flight anywhere or change a time zone. That is where the big adjustment hopefully comes in for Yoshida. Just get used to playing Major League Baseball for six months and flying and traveling and, and doing it all physically. That's the biggest adjustment for him. Lou, is there a a dark horse, a guy that no one's talking about that you sort of identified and were like, this guy's probably going to make the roster? Is there anybody like that that caught your eye that we should all be keeping an eye on over the next three weeks or so? You know, I, I think there's some intriguing arms, but nobody really kind of, you know, like in, in the bullpen, that competition. Uh, as far as mm-hmm. go, there's some backup catching concerns and obviously what happens in center. But so there's really nothing there that sort of like catches your eye. Mm-hmm. I think the one thing that catches your eye, because I've had two games of his so far, is Roman Anthony. Like nineteen years old, like the dude is a just a savage. Like he should not be doing what he's doing. He should not look the way he looks physically. Just control of an at bat. Like Devers got Devers got fifty eight games in the big leagues at the age of twenty. And and I I was thinking of the two of them, and I'm like, well, Devers probably obviously got more time at Double A AA or Triple A, and he didn't. You know, it was almost like this year of Roman Anthony is kind of the beginning of the year that we actually saw 58 games from Rafi Devers in the big leagues. So, you know, I wouldn't put anything past anybody. You know, I, I don't want to put limitations on anyone, but he's different. He's a dude. And I would not be shocked at all if he's in the big leagues this year and he's playing, you know, one of the outfield positions for this team. I just think that he's mature, physically strong. Um, it's really nothing, uh, you know, he's got, you know, going against him. 
that's probably the one that's the biggest surprise is how comfortable he's looked at a big league game twice. Our guy Lou Maloney is with us. He's with us each and every Friday at noon, breaking down the Red Sox. Lou, thanks a bunch. Stay warm. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. Have a great weekend. We'll talk right. soon. Man, right. but there we go. There goes our guy uh, Lou Maloney with us on the Harbor One Hotline. And, of course, Lou is brought to us by McFarland Energy, the E.L. Harvey Companies, and by Eviva Trattoria. Um I know that uh, we're going to get into something on Elliot Wolf, but quickly, <clears throat> the uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. measurements are in six three, and <laughs> it says six three and two eighths, which is funny. Hey, I want every I want every bit of it. Six three and a quarter, two hundred and nine pounds. The arm thirty one point eight eight, the hand nine point five, so no small hands, and a wingspan of seventy seven point two five. That is some real reach right there for six. That's a catch radius, six three and a quarter. But <laughs> I mean, and the reason I mention it is because I think with some wide receivers, it's the oh they'll get bigger. With Marvin Harrison, it's you're plenty good. Your measurables are all right. You're, you're going to walk in this league and you're going to play real good right away. You know, there's no three hots and a cot for this guy. If anything, what's scary is, is what if he puts on 10 and becomes harder to tackle, remains explosive, all that kind of stuff. I mean, I think for a lot of people, Marvin Harrison Jr. will end up the best player in the draft. But how long will Elliot Wolf have control of the draft? Apparently that is up for conjecture. We'll get to it. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Tell your smart speaker to play 93.7 WEEI. Gresham Fourier on WEEI. Jake DiArruda, originally from Ludlow, Vermont, is a very routing assistant. What did you do with your winnings, Jake? <laughs> you, you had quite a streak. So I was twenty. I was twenty-three when my games aired last year. So I did what anybody under the age of twenty-five would do, and I promptly spent the check on sports gambling and women and alcohol. And by that, of course, <laughs> okay. and by that, of course, I spent twenty bucks on a college football pick'em that went horribly wrong. Uh, twenty bucks to take my date and I to the top of the Gillette Stadium Lighthouse, and uh, several four packs of hard cider to get through the awful Patriots season that I endured. Wow! Shots fired by the Super Nerd. Man, a Jeopardy Tournament of Champions uh, player, Jake Aruda from Vermont. Just firing strays at the Patriots, huh? Just just all on his own. 
wasn't even like asked a question about. It. He just found a way to throw a zinger in there. And the fact that he spent 20 bucks to go to the top of that lighthouse. Hey, really? Was it worth it? Did uh. you get engaged up there? Did you ring the bell? Mm. Billy, Did you see the I big just, giant board? Uh, Billy, I just show one of my Super Bowl rings and they let me up there for free. How dare you spend money to go up to the lighthouse? I wouldn't even know God. how to get in that thing, would you? Well, you oh, know where the entrance I, is? You know I, where the entrance is? I have not even, I haven't been in that new area at all. I've been in the new area. First of all, my biggest complaint was that the lighthouse is not nearly big enough. You mean it needs to be taller? It needs to be taller, yeah. Wider and longer. Oh, okay. So you taller. Want, so you want like a lighthouse in the middle so you want a lighthouse in the middle of landlock that can see the ocean? Yeah, I figured it should right. be like the Eiffel Tower, like that type of size. The Eiffel Tower. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It's what Statue would of Liberty. It? What would he they call? He wants the eighth wonder of the world. No, yeah. but what would they call? Doesn't it look like it's too small for the stadium? It uh, looks like it's too a small. Little a little bit, right? And to be Not- quite honest with you, the lighthouse thing. Kind of stupid to begin with, in my opinion. Oh, I love the I love the idea of the yeah, lighthouse. It just doesn't like I, I don't know. Maybe because maybe that's the whole fickle New Englander. You're not on the water. What do you need one for? Like I know you, we and, get it. They're a local guy that was born and raised yeah, here. It's out of place. It's kind of like all right. Hey, where, why are you called the bears? There's no bears around here. Yeah, I just I don't know. I I've never. It's too silly, gimmicky. It doesn't even fit. I think it does. Yeah, I, I always know. liked the lighthouse when they did the whole horn thing and all that other stuff. I always liked that. Uh, after uh, our earlier discussion on the quarterbacks that we'll get into at 1 o'clock, uh, I know I once said that, uh, well, they're changing everything. we got to get rid of crazy train. Well, the way I think they're going to manage this season, a texter very wisely said, well, they'll have to change the song to Wilson Phillips. Hold on for one more day. <laughs> I actually think that's pretty good. It is wicked funny. I actually feel like. If because uh, I love sometimes like the you know the uh, you, do you know who the board op is over there like the big board person who's in control of that? Have you ever uh, met that uh, person? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So have I, and I was amazed that uh, the sometimes ch- there are little there are some like you know little passive aggressive digs here and there, and I oh, wonder if that would be one. Yeah, oh, yeah, I wonder if that would be one that they just throw go. that like at the end after the tenth straight loss. Yep. You know, because like, this is because really like you're giving them hope. Just have oh, one more day uh-huh. and then the light will go on. That's right. Yeah, you get it? The light will go on. 2025 will be our year. Oh, get I would ready play for it. the build. I would play it. I would. That's a great, great idea. Good job by the texter. Yeah. 3793. The Red Sox can do that too. Red Sox uh, can do play the same song. The only two oh, teams yeah. in the city that can't are the or the, or the uh, Celtics and the Bruins. Yeah, that nope, very true. Nope, I I'm with you. It uh, it very much fits. Um, who will they get? You know, are they going to get rid of the Bon Jovi song too? This is our house. Silos are down. Bill's gone. That's true, they, and they he's need, a he's a Bill guy. They need some. Well, and uh, you know what I was just thinking of is who are they going to bring in to? They still do the bell. To ring. The- well, I think is it I thought that was a trial run anyways, and I think it's super lame and Right. You gotta get rid of this now. No, you gotta get rid of it. I know that uh the Jove is like a friend of the crafts, but no, this well, listen, was in the this is yeah. a part of a silo. That's- the only reason that, that bon- John Bon Jovi gave a damn about the New England Patriots was Bill Belichick. Yeah. 
I mean, and then but Kraft kind of inherited him, kind of well, took the friendship over because he's sitting next to him and his suite. Well, the only way you're going to hear that song is if Van Pelt really sticks to the "We're going to run the ball" a lot because it'll there's going to be some rough moments, and uh, that gets to an Andrew Callahan story in the Boston Herald about and and let's just do the brief summary here. Uh, Elliot Wolf's power, according to Andrew Callahan, is not guaranteed past this draft um and that there are many in the personnel department who have expiring deals now i have a pizza bet with you which is really a one-sided wager that eh, within a week of the end of the draft we will find out that matt grow is being sent into the sweet good night uh because well he was a bill guy and you got to get rid of all those people but in all seriousness are you buying this that this is like a trial run for Elliot Wolf? I don't think it's a trial run at all. I'm one million Damn, percent guys with are you. attached at the hip. How? Why would you do that? Why would you? Right. Hey, in the biggest draft in the last thirty years, you're gonna let a guy that's kind, that you kind of think can be in charge. So you're gonna say, you know, let's take a trial run. Go ahead and make the biggest, most important pick in the last 30 years with all the draft picks we have, with all the needs that we have. And you know what? Also, before the draft, I'm going to give you free agency also. Mm -hmm. How about that? I'm going to sweeten the pot. That's right. Go ahead and, you know, wow me. Make decisions on our guys that maybe someone in the organization yeah. might want to keep. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. And, and, yeah. and here's the other aspect, Crash. And, oh, by the way, <laughs> We won't know if these guys are any good until the season is over. <laughs> so you're going to have to stick around a little bit longer. So what? So he makes the picks. He hires the free agents. He spends all your money. And then you go, I don't like them. Later. Yeah, no way. I mean, it's it's nice. Whomever sort of floated that out there to Callahan, it's sort of a it's, – it's a, it's a nice thought to entertain. But from a logical and logistical standpoint – with the way things are run in the NFL, it would make zero sense. You're exactly yeah. right. And they knew they were getting rid of Bill. They knew they already had sort of the trump card of the, well, we put it in Mayo's contract so we don't have to interview anybody. So then they really could have done a GM search. But therein lies the rub and the problem is it's the – well, we're going to bring you into the GM and here's your coach. No, yeah. that doesn't work for a lot of those guys who, like Adam Peters was not going to come here and be like, sure, Mr. Kraft, I'll just yeah. take Gerard Mayo sight unseen. Yeah, this sounds, this reminds me of, uh, you know, the opening day of a camp, you know, the first team meeting and, and you know, Tom Brady just signed like a, you know, a new four-year deal. And it was like, well, every, nobody's job is secure. Everybody has got to earn their position. <laughs> and I, we all would kind of look at each other like, whatever, <laughs> fine. He's like, hey, we know he's not fighting for anything. He's not going anywhere. Now, me, on the other hand, that rings true. Well, that's the thing is that you're speaking to 53 people, but really a lot of the stuff that applies is for the overwhelming majority, and there will be those examples of the – you know, I mean, hell, at one point in time, nobody thought Vinatieri would get, you know, shoved out the door or whatever, and it even happened to the best of them. But, yeah, that that whole Elliot Wolf, like, this is some kind of trial run or something like that, yeah. I'm not buying it. I'm, I'm completely with yeah, you on that. I'm not buying it. And I, because you made you, because the, the royal you, because Robert Kraft already made the decision on the coach, you all but deemed it 
that it was going to be someone in-house who would get that first crack at GM. Because there's no way anybody worth their salt, unless it is like a second time around. Like even say just, again, imagination land for 30 seconds. Ooh, my favorite. That Robert Kraft knew he wanted Mayo and then was going to go second time around on, say, Pioli or something like that. That I could see someone from the outside saying, okay, I respect the owner. I can sort of work with this guy, da-da-da. But for most of the dudes who were waiting to bust out, and I use Adam Peters in Washington as kind of that example because he was with a really good organization, when that guy finally got a chance to go run his own thing, he didn't want somebody to say, here's your coach. So the the fact that Mr. Kraft made the pick on Mayo means you were married to one of the people that were pretty much already there. Yeah, the only guy is Macro, just so we're all clear. Yeah. I agreed with you on the whole Macro situation. That is true. So you if did. you're right, you're buying pizza. Wait, because I didn't I didn't take the other side of this. This wasn't a this is a I mean, we no, both no, agree no, on the it's, same thing. No, it's one of those deals where if within a week after the draft he's not gone and I'm wrong, then I'm on the hook for it. If not, then we're just a big baller, right? Okay. Nobody gets anything. All right. Uh, what? I didn't, I didn't see you say anything. That's no, fine. Because fine. I no, it see it, I no make sure. because I want to clarify. I, because I see it in your mind already. Number one, you do want the pizza. But number two, <laughs> you're also trying to figure out how to turn this into some kind of competition. I already Not, see it going I, through I your just, head. No, I didn't. You I should be you proud of me. For a you second. should be proud of me. Oh, I, for what? I didn't that do you it. You haven't sucked down that chicken beside you no, in the last no. two minutes. No, like I told you, I got to be real careful about what I eat right now and and how I oh. sit and <laughs> and just. I didn't realize you were going to mention that. No, I. You know why? Because I <laughs> sitting there, I'm sitting, I'm watching myself on Twitch, going, "Why people are going? Why is he keep going back and forth? I'll tell you why. It's chicken. I like fried chicken. Anybody? No. Anybody got a balloon? This yeah. guy can sit on. No, I, I, got I got a dinghy? I got a golf size sized. Uh, you got a hemorrhoids you got, popping oh, out of my bottom my area. God, the stinky little balloons on your bum. I don't oh need to know my God. about that. Yeah, it's been rough. It's oh, been a rough couple days. My word, I would like. I literally to feel like I got the diabetic sock on. I mean, I'm limping around. You're a mess. I got to put. I, I got to get one of those little inflatable things. I got to sit on to drive my car. I got like a knee rover in the back of my car. I'm literally a geriatric right now. Why don't you just go get yourself a nice thing of tux and, uh, and they handle work. that situation? Well, you think it works? Well, what you're doing right now ain't working, which is nothing. Man, I've had you so much citrusel, to- I can't even tell you. I've, I've I'm drinking it like I was drinking it like. Like three times when I got home, oh just drinking god. it like crazy. You know what's gonna happen now? So, oh my god, what? What's gonna happen, Billy? So Fourier is filling himself full of uh, <laughs> cleanse, right? Yeah. So this guy is driving sometimes with the wrong foot, not anymore, down a crowded highway where maybe, just maybe, he has created himself a situation where he's going to have to maybe pull over on the side of the road and then hop his way into some dirty portalette. So here he is, some limping former (laughs) world champion hopping along at a rest stop to be able to try to make it to a portalette because he might have a close call. He forgot about the four or five cups of coffee he has too. Oh, that's true. There could be a real percolation going on. I'll tell right you what, now. I'm not. I'm not. And if it hits you on the way home, no, brother, I have a, I have a system. 
I have a system. <laughs> may I? May you enlighten me, please? No, I have. A, I, I would like it, to be enlightened I, I, as I, to your system. Not necessarily system, but I'm as regular as can be. Like I know, I wake up in the morning, I do my little stretches for my ankle, okay. whatever I need to do. All right. I have my coffee, and before I leave, uh, I usually number two. You know that kind of so catches will, me by surprise. How about this? How about we say you'll use the facilities yeah. before you leave? Well, when I was in grammar school, we used to call it the laboratory. Oh really? Yeah, it's like it's like ah, oh, we're going there to make something, like whatever, like going to drop something off. Like, well, it is that's the a laboratory. Lavatory. I know, but it made no sense. I'm dropping things. I'm not creating anything. I'm not making it. Like I'm like. Well, you are. Anyways, making. they they, they, they I guess, call it making. Yeah, true. Um, and then I have to take a shower now. As soon as as soon as I go, like I cannot. Wait. Go! I have to go directly into the shower. Hold on, and hold literally on. put the handheld thing you, like right where it matters. So it's you, like my own personal bidet. So wait a minute. So when you wake up in the morning, <laughs> a lot of people when they get up in the morning, yes, they go to the bathroom, but normally they get in the shower right away. No, because it wakes. The, so you wake up and have like a full blown routine before you get yeah. in the shower to even come here. Yeah. When yeah. you shower. Yeah. I get up, do my little thing downstairs, you know, like right now it's all like, you know, rehab on my on my foot, a little sauna, you know, get that going. And then by the time I go back upstairs, I'm like, ooh, there it is. Now, whenever you were in uh, elementary school, would you and your friends look for the projector in the laboratory? <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing about my, my bathrooms and my stalls were that it wasn't a roll of toilet paper. They were sheets. And they were paper thin, so you would pull a sheet, and you could like literally see through, and hey, you would look. have to pull like five hundred of them, make a big giant ball oh, like it yeah. was a snowball, and then front to back, throw it away, and then five hundred more sheets. I make will a ball. say, uh, I will say this: uh, if there is one complaint that we would have here in Odyssey, Boston, it's it's the the real see through toilet paper. No, it's horrible. It's the one. One thing I will never be cheap on is toilet paper. You know what? Before I stopped eating cereal, I was with you. Toilet paper and cereal, I would never skimp on. You yeah. got to buy the good stuff all the way. I don't want cocoa pebbles. I want cocoa pebbles. <laughs> I know. Right? I don't want the stuff that comes in a clear, see-through bag yeah. that's at the bottom. I want the stuff that's in a box with a game on the back with there a possible go. prize inside. I need cocoa puffs, not cocoa yeah. poofs. Yeah. I Some poof weird knockoff brand yeah, of exactly. cocoa pebbles or whatever. Oh not doing God. it. Yeah, so. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> I hate to ruin ah. people's lunch. No, $10 shake with this one. If you don't have a projector in the laboratory, it could be catastrophic. <laughs> well catastrophic. <laughs> well done by $10. Who gets the assist? Oh, oh $10, $10 shake with the assist. That is. Where's Radio Chick with a, oh, I got the answer oh, no, for you. Radio Chick just jumped in, goes to McDonald's, not McDowell's. Uh. <laughs> oh, man. Did you see the remake of Coming to America? Did they do that yet? No, they they did. They it did. Sucked. It did. Okay, good. The other one, the other, the Eddie the Murphy first one, one is fantastic. No, yeah, the second one was horrible. Straight to uh, streaming. The new one, Eddie Murphy, is they're redoing uh, Beverly Hills Cop. That's the one I want to see. And part of yeah. Big Deal, No Big Deal, if we have time to get to it, is another classic, classic movie that they are rebooting, and you will be you will be amazed. And I think it's a great pick. Who will play the new role in this movie that I will tell you All about right. later on? All right, so how about we buy ourselves a minute or a minute and a half here so we have some time oh, with good. that? Because you've seen Barrel Man in Denver, 
and you've seen the silver-headed let's-go guy in Foxborough, but the Chiefs gimmick fan has taken things to a criminal level, and he might have hired someone dumber than him to represent him. <laughs> big deal, no big deal is next. Now, more Gresham Fourier. On WEEI and streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. I wish. Oh, hey, we're back. Hey, hey everybody. Hey, hi, hey, hi, hi, oh, it's Friday. Yeah. We're starting to lose it already. When the, when the red light goes on, when you're doing the off-air show during breaks. All right, big deal, no big deal. Talk about The Rock. Um, Yeah, how we kind of look alike, yeah, right? Fourier. Same body, same eye, Dude, eye I'm color, telling same you. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a little more hair than him. Um, When I was younger and bigger and fit, uh, I, I did have people stop me and ask me if I was The Rock. It's a true story. Oh, I don't. you say yes? Never. Never said yes. I said I wish. How did you One day I'm going to wear that. One day I'm going to wear that black mock turtleneck with a fanny pack and the gold chain. And that's that's going to be my go-to. Oh, that's your Halloween outfit? That's going to be my Halloween costume. Ooh, mark it down. Halloween. Fourier. Yeah, we'll forget. Make sure to do that. Guaranteed. All right, so you're gonna wanna. Oh no, I'm already making my got my doctor's appointment. It's for something that's going on downstairs. Like yeah, that right. I can't wait. He, he I'm not a, gonna get rid of it on my own. He needs a, he needs someone to take a look at his tender animals. Yeah, can't wait to have well, that appointment to anyway. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh, this I will. I know nothing about these. Oh right. really? I don't. Just stick don't your know thumb. You can't see it. Just stick your thumb. Push it right back. Is that up all in. you need to do? Push it right back up in there. All right. Well, after this, I'm going to go don't to the bathroom and see if it works. Want to take care of it? Like, don't they have creams? Don't they have? Yeah, little but this is more bullets? fun. Just don't they have little medicine bullets to shoot? Oh, I've been shooting those. Just, uh, you know, something bad's going to happen. I'm going to bleed out because Get I take your advice. I should probably give yourself. I should probably a- cut my fingernails. Hey, listen, there's a very <laughs> famous pro wrestling story uh, that when Ric Flair was getting ready to wrestle Dusty Rhodes, if Flair had one and Rhodes said, come here, uh, put it right back up in. Uh, all right, so you mentioned uh, uh, you mentioned the Barrel Man from yeah. Denver, super oh, yeah. fan that yep. we all recognize, mm-hmm. a silver-headed guy that we see yeah, here at Foxborough. Yeah, that guy's go, awesome. Guy. Yeah, let's go. Let's so go. go to Twitch right now because I have recognized this guy or this this person like at Chiefs games and yeah. he just wears like a hey, he wears like it's on Twitch right now you can see it. he wears like a wolf costume but he puts the chief gear on he's got the Zubaz pants on I bust chops on people on Twitter and Twitch who use handles this guy has taken hiding his identity to really another level well and I think now we know why because uh, his name is what? Xavier Bador. So okay. it's because of his name or because he's no, a criminal? No, because he's a criminal. Oh. Okay. His, his, he's the wolf, a suit wearing chief saholic. Well, come to find out that this dude's 29 years old, originally pl- pled not guilty to like 19 charges. He's accused <laughs> of robbing, ba- robbing banks. Um, robbing, uh, ra- robbing banks across the country. So what he would do um, would literally uh, go from city to city. Uh, robbing these banks, and then uh, obviously, uh, yeah, here it is. He's accused of robbing or attempting to rob 11 banks in seven different states and laundering the money through casinos and online online gambling. But that's one part of it, right? The best part about this is this dude's attorney. And that's why we are doing this story. Yeah, that's why we're doing this story because this, this guy's attorney, I mean, straight out of central casting when it comes to oddball attorneys. This guy here is he is defending his client. From the beginning of this case, folks, the government has been blitzing and Xavier's pocket was collapsing. But today, 
<laughs> Xavier stepped into the pressure. He took responsibility for his actions. He stood up in court, humble and repentant, mm. and admitted what he had done. Now, if I know anything about Xavier, and if the Chief's Kingdom knows anything about Chief Saholic, we know that he doesn't give up. We know that if he stumbled and he fell, he didn't let his knee touch the ground. And that's because he's what? capable of doing a great thing. And he knows that there's still hope. We still have a lot of work to do on his case, but Xavier wants everyone to know that he loves the Chief's Kingdom, he loves Kansas City, and he hopes that you'll rally to his support. <laughs> Thank you and God bless. All right, so this one's easy. I mean, big deal, no big deal. Two-parter. The dude, the super fan, is actually a, a career criminal. He's a bank robber. He actually, they had a, they had an ankle monitor on him. He cut it off and he fled the state. And then they finally catch up, catch up to him. And then this Yahoo throws as many football cliches in as possible. Big deal, no big deal. I mean, it's a big deal all the way around. Who would have thought that one of these people hiding their identity would have been a criminal the whole time? Where the NFL's like, yeah, we'll bring you into like the, the Hall of Fame ceremony. Yeah, it'd be really good to kind of support fans and put them out there. And then you find out this guy has been uh, robbing every, you know, Panda Express he can get his uh, get around, for God's sakes. And this lawyer, this, what a, what a jackass. I'll tell you right now, if there is one thing in life that is painful to do, but is worth every penny, is to get a good lawyer. No good lawyers. That Not that they're all no good. Some of them are no good. But if you know, as in know of, who to call, whenever a situation rises, money. it is worth Especially the money. Especially divorce lawyers. You know what, you <laughs> son of a bitch. You, took my, you beat me to the punch. Yeah. Well, I'm more affected I by it than you are. Do it. Oh, <laughs> I'm affected by it in a good way because uh, my wife had a bulldog. Plus the person oh, that's on the, right. Plus the person on the other side went through three lawyers. They were like, "I can't help you." I don't know if the, if I give this guy credit for being so cheesy for throwing as many. He's been blitzed by the uh, defense attorney. He's Stepped handling the, the pressure, and his knee wasn't down. And Xavier's <laughs> pocket was collapsing. Uh, the four yeah, he was on. The, he was running away from the law. Well, the four hundred one with a very uh, reasonable take here. Did he wear the wolf suit to rob the banks? No, he didn't. So he's like the he's like that pro wrestler Nick Gage, who is this hardcore wrestler who would walk to the ring with a mask, but when he robbed a bank, he didn't and served seven and a half years in prison. These guys do it ass backwards. I, I do think that is amazing. This is the type of story. Which car are we gonna take? Will eventually turn into a movie. Like it'll be a movie at some point in time. Mm -hmm. like, like it's like, oh, like he wears the, the 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 wolf suit. He goes to the games. All the kids take pictures with him, and here he is, like like you know, wolf by night, you know, you know, criminal by day, or or vice versa. Twenty twenty three and twenty three. I uh, repeat, third down. I wonder if that guy, instead of saying, "May I redirect your honor?" He'd be like, "Okay, can we get a penalty on that one? Can I replay third down, please?" What a cornball. Oh, man. Well, I'm sure he'll be back at some point in time. But, okay, so uh, let's switch topics real quick because I mentioned this before the break. Yes. Do you recognize this music? And let me know if you know what movie it is from. Okay. Oh, 
this is uh, Naked Gun 33 and a half or whatever, yes. or just the Naked Gun series? Well, yeah, that's right. So that's the, yeah. the Naked Gun, which was the first movie starring um, Leslie Nielsen. God that rest. was uh, 1988. That's right. Then they had Naked Gun two and a half. There we go. Then, then they had 33 and a third. 33 and a third. Yeah, yeah. I actually remember watching those because Leslie Nielsen is fantastic. Yes, he is awesome. But- and Orenthal was in this as well. OJ was in it. Nordberg. Oh yeah, one of the one of his one of the greatest you know uh, big characters in the history of movies. It's fantastic. Um, then they killed, are. Then they, he killed someone. <laughs> then he murdered two people. Then he, he got away with oh, it. Oh, we got to say he allegedly. He was found innocent by a jury of his peers. Damn it. Uh, big deal. No big deal. They are rebooting the Naked Gun and starring uh, in the the role of uh, uh, Frank Drebin. Uh, that's what Liam Neeson uh, is going to Hate play. Hate it. Hate it. I love, okay, big deal they're rebooting the movie. Not a big deal that, well, sorry. Let me reverse that. Not a big deal they're rebooting the movie. I'm excited for that. It's a big deal they're putting Liam Neeson in Why? there. Why? He, this is not his kind of role. Liam you can Neeson, absolutely do it, Gresh. No, I, listen, he's an unbelievable actor, but Liam, uh, Liam Neeson is the guy who you think of that says... Yeah, I have a, I have a bunch of skills and I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Not, hey, let me run over as a funnily dressed umpire and give people pat downs on a field. But Leslie Nielsen was a serious actor first. He was a serious actor first, like for the uh, the majority of his career, and they threw him into this role and I, it worked. And let I, me, let me do I this. didn't let know me... he was in Dracula for God's sakes, but I remember. But I remember Leslie Nielsen more for the comedic stuff than I do like the serious. Well, because stuff. when we were kids in 1988, like we were obsessed with this movie and like kill the queen, like it's like, oh, uh, yeah. right? I mean, <laughs> what are we doing? So the here's queen. the thing: I think he actually is perfect for this role. And I'm gonna just show you a clip because if you do not remember, he was also a, Liam Neeson was in um, uh, Ted Two. Here's a quick little scene. Oh, I've only seen Okay, Ted here's one. a quick little scene right. of him, and I think it's classic because he stays in character. You wouldn't know he's joking, even though he's a serious actor. I'd like to ask a few questions about this breakfast cereal. Uh, yeah, yeah, box of tricks. That's right. I've been led to understand that tricks are exclusively for children. Is that correct? Well, I, I mean, they say uh, <laughs> tricks are for kids in the commercials. Uh-huh, but... uh-huh. And is that enforced by law? Uh, not to my knowledge, no. So if I purchase these tricks, there'll be no trouble? No, no, you, you, sh- you should be fine. You do understand that I myself am not a child. I, I was able to sniff that out, yeah. Okay, I'm going to bring these back to my apartment. Uh, yeah, yeah, you'll, you'll be okay. And, uh, I won't be followed? Uh, no, that's, that's not in our budget here. Hey, I won't forget what you've done for me here today. I would prefer that you do. Again, I think he's going to be perfect for this. Seth MacFarlane is part of this. Um, so, obviously, there's some relationship between him and, obviously, the movie Ted. Liam Neeson is an perfect unbelievable for actor. It. He's I don't perfect. know. you got to have a serious actor. The problem is, every time there's a remake, you mentioned Coming to America. It sucked. We mentioned uh, uh, Beverly Hills Cop. It's yep. coming back. All the other movies from the past that they tried to remake that never work ever, like ever. Caddyshack 2, horrible. Uh, Cuban? Uh, no, Dutch Irish. My father was from Wales. <laughs> this is the point. That's I have to this. ask a few questions about this breakfast cereal. <laughs> See, it's going to work. Yeah. See, yeah, here's the tricks. thing. 
For a lot of people, you look at Liam Neeson and you think serious actor, and a texter sent this in. Leslie Nielsen was in Police Squad, the TV show. First. Sort of led. So you already knew that while Leslie Nielsen could do it, you'd preconditioned the audience on the whole that the guy could be funny. And most people just don't think of Liam Neeson that way. And that's why it's going to work. We'll see. That's why it's going to work. Especially it, it, because Seth MacFarlane is well, an EP on this. That's literally what I was going to say. He's probably the one that handpicked Liam Neeson for yeah. the role. Seth MacFarlane will make sure that works. Absolutely. But, it's but Seth MacFarlane, Andy Samberg, the Lonely Island guys. It should actually be pretty funny. Uh, now, uh, Andy Samberg. Well, the biggest Forget question is, the biggest question is, is, is who is going to play Nordberg, who was played by OJ? What, OJ doesn't get an invite? Uh, uh, some people are uh, requesting that uh, Antonio Brown. Play Nordberg. Oh, you Travis need... Kelsey. So you're going to be a black guy to a white guy. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good. That's a tough one. I'm trying to think of Michael uh, Strahan. Michael Strahan would hey, be Twitter world. Uh, Michael Strahan's too busy. I mean, well, it is outside of football season. I mean, I'm also going off like ex NFL playoff. Why yeah. not Ted? Why, why not Tom Brady? Why not Jason? Why not also Jason Kelsey? Too, so maybe there you go. Tom Brady would be good at this. Who does uh, Seth MacFarlane want to give a hug to is really what player it'll be, who they pick. MacFarlane, listen, he he does a lot of stuff right, but Jason Kelsey. Another one. Nordberg. No, I know. I just, I didn't know. I thought you heard me say that. I'm sorry. Did you say Jason? I thought, I I thought you said Travis. No. Oh, you I said think Travis. I said Travis. Yeah. That's big deal, no big deal. We, yeah, we're done. <laughs> we're done here. We go into the final hour on a Friday. I'm in pain. Talking quarterbacks next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.